0: Well, hello everybody and welcome to Mentorship Monday, where we talk about all things spiritual, all things universal, all things mediumship. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Marin. How you doing, Maren?
1: I'm doing great, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you. And Michelle again. It's looking beautiful. I love the hair, the highlights, the smile. I love it.
0: Thank you. I'm feeling good. I am definitely feeling good. I'm keeping myself. I'm still, I'm, I'm got to tell you, I'm still grounding. I'm still doing everything that I have intended to do. Um, But I've noticed with the with the moon and some of the energy, I've been tired Like just, and I'm sure everybody's feeling it just like feeling just like
1: I need a nap. Oh (laughs) my goodness. I am so glad you said that because I did not correlate that with the moon, but it was like the two days leading up to the full moon where I was like, it was eight o'clock and I was like, I just need to go to bed. Like I cannot keep my eyes open. Yes. Super drained.
0: And when the, when all of these cycles come up, as we go through, like our whole life is cycles. So as we go through all of these different cycles, it's very normal for us to go through periods of fatigue. And as, you know, human beings that have been socialized through a culture that is do, 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 go, 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 push, 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 that we can kind of get into that emotion of, oh, I don't have time to rest. I can't take a rest or I can't go to bed early, but my gosh, let me tell you (laughs) the most important thing that we can do is honor how we feel. And so laying down, going to bed at eight o'clock, if you can do it. I know I did, you know, there was a lot of days that I was like, okay, I'm going to throw the laundry in. Um, and, and even as I'm saying this, it's like so much has changed as far as how I am operating in my home you know like um we've been working on a re- reduction of sugar in our home but i, I have it's not me, only me right we've got uh, my girls we have my daughter's girlfriend that's with us for four months and they like junk food and things like that And even though i don't buy it it's still being brought into the house right so it's like preparing meals having things available um i do things like grocery day I chop vegetables and wash them and package them so it's like take out you know so my that's son great. will will grab something but it takes a lot of time to do all that stuff so you know some days it might just be I chop carrots chop some fruit put some laundry in and do my work and go to bed <laughs> that's all I can do but that's life right and we have mm-hmm. to we have to honor it so I imagine all of you guys watching have experienced something through the moon, you know, whether it be uh, letting go or um, a lot of people have been losing things, like physically losing things. I'm getting contacted a lot by people like I've lost my keys, I can't find this or this and this has gone missing. And it's so funny, Maren, because I've had a couple people reach out and said, I watched your video with Maren when she was talking about the necklace. our first video and she's like so i don't know if you can find it or not and i mean it doesn't always happen doesn't always happen but once in a while it does so hopefully those that were looking for the items found them but that kind of stuff does happen around this energy yeah yeah Uh, another
1: thing my friend is catholic and she says you always pray to saint anthony when you've lost something Mm -hmm. And so one day I like lost something. I can't remember. I couldn't find it. And I prayed to St. Anthony and then bam, got it. So yeah, I can't get a hold of Michelle.
0: <laughs> That's so true. My, my partner who's in Ireland right now, um, that I do the, the tandem healing with, she was taught that from somebody with St. Anthony and she swears by it. And I mean, she finds stuff all the time. I've used it. I passed that to my mother too. And you ask St. Anthony and I kid you not, things will show up in no time. If you, yeah, if you ask St. So Anthony, yeah. yeah. You don't have to be Catholic to St. Anthony.
1: That's true. <laughs> Worked for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's on for today? What are we going to talk about today? Well, I have
1: a friend who um, just got some really bad health news and um, she doesn't know that I am a medium or have this whole spiritual side to me. We're not even really friends, we're more of acquaintances. (laughs) So um, we see each other, our kids are friends, we see each other at birthday parties and school events and things like that. How do I support her and feed her this knowledge without seeming to woo woo and yet, supporting her is does that make sense like or is what it, can you do what if you have like a family member that is going through right. a hard time i think is like i guess this is my thing everybody can pray for her right everybody knows to pray for her. everybody yeah. has that in their toolbox that the, the yeah. prayers but like what other things um can you offer someone when they're going through a hard time that can assist in prayers, um, and also not seem like, and, and put it into like, um, lay terms. So you're not, you know, scaring someone off, I guess is,
0: is the thing. That makes sense because, um, like what I'm thinking and tell me if this is kind of on the vibe that you're on is, we've got someone in our life, so your friend that you're speaking of, your acquaintance, um, whether it be someone close to us or someone that we don't know very well that is having some sort of crisis, whether it be a health crisis or something hard they're going through and doing the work that we do, um, they may not be receptive. And uh, you may also, and this is a good point too, you may not know how receptive they are, or maybe you do know that somebody wouldn't be overly receptive to it. So how do you bring these mm-hmm. um, like energy healing uh, grounding? How do you bring all of these things out to share with somebody so that they don't think you're a quack? <laughs> That's basically right. what it's like. Oh, no, it's okay. So that you're one of those. It.
1: Don't push it away. Yeah. 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 Oh, Marion said, I need to go. Going to grass barefoot and it's going to cure my cancer. Like, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But if it doesn't come across in the right way, you might, that might be all you're hearing. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So, and that's, yes. and that's
0: true because, you know, bottom line is, including myself, there are people in our lives, it doesn't matter who we are or how open we are about it. There are always going to be people that aren't comfortable, don't agree for whatever reason. And so the the biggest thing is, is that for us to be able to accept that, first of all, accept that maybe how we believe or how we operate is not okay for everybody. That's not their belief and and that is okay. So that's number one. Number two is discernment, which is the same way that we do with Anything else. Um, You know, there's some things that we're going to bring up with some people and some things that we don't. But here's the thing we go to what's the intent? What's the reason why I want to share this information with somebody? Well, the reason is not, and this is an important one because if we really slow down our thoughts, we'll see where this will come up. Am I wanting to share something with somebody because I'm really excited about it? I know it works and I want them to have it. Not that that's a bad thing. But if that's the intention, it might not come off the right way. My intention is to give somebody something that's going to help them. I want to share with them. So in this situation, you don't know her all that well. So you don't know like your acquaintances. So you like see her occasionally or through groups of people. Is that right? Like through that kind Mm -hmm. of situation. So it's not like you know her personally really well or what her beliefs are or anything else like that because here's the thing you might get surprised at times because these type of situations can bring out all kinds of things and we have to remember that there's a divinity to this right we have to Mm -hmm. also remember that you know the universe is weaving situations all the time and so is this an opportunity for her. Well, it is. Anytime we go through any type of crisis, it's always an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for us Mm -hmm. to awaken to a deeper understanding of ourselves. But if we come marching with all of this evidence and, hi, I've got something to share, you're exactly right. It's going to be like, that's too much. And it just gets tossed out the window. So what you really want to do is give her a gift of some peace give her a sense of option but also uh, plant a seed because basically that's what we do is when we do share something we have the opportunity to plant a seed for them so i, uh, go ahead.
1: I just heard something too so i feel like this is the perfect kind of like gateway yeah um because i said when prayers are not enough and then i heard will explain how a prayer works. And so that could be the perfect kind of gateway because everybody prays, right? Well, most people pray. So um, that's how you get from like the religious to the spiritual, right? So they believe in prayers. They want prayers. Explain how a prayer works. A prayer is energy. A prayer is a belief. A prayer is a visualization. And so if you can explain how a prayer works, you're really explaining spiritual concepts. And from there you can expand. What do you think about that? I just heard that. I,
0: I, well, and that's exactly what it is. That's exactly it. Because what you have the ability for, and think about yourself, Maren, myself, when we were being introduced to all kinds of new concepts, right? And think about what stuck with you the most. Because I know for me, I couldn't just jump into the idea that there are other dimensions with unicorns and all kinds of things like, like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, that just was too much for me. I needed to understand because as again, my awakening was cancer, right? So I needed to understand what is happening to my body. And my next questions were, why is this happening to my body? And what can I do about it? And so, the most simple thing, and I'm gonna use some of my experience at the time of being sick as well as um some of what I've learned from spirit at the same time and one is I had to understand energy, I had to learn what is that, so when we go back to what is a prayer, you're exactly right and and that is the idea of Prayer is intent and belief. The intent is for the purpose of love, the purpose of betterment. You know, when we put that into words and visualization, we amplify the energy to it, and it goes to where it needs to go. It's carried off. That's why we say sending prayers to heaven, asking God, asking the angels. But those prayers are actually like molecules. They're energy. So remember, we have a completely, uh, very small spectrum of light that we see. If you think about the rainbow, that's a very small spectrum of what's actually out there. The same with sound. So there's this great big spectrum of visualization or of energy that we are not perceiving at all while we're here, that we have the ability to perceive more and more. So if we put the prayer into that and say, well, prayers, prayers are real. Because prayers get amplified by our feelings, by our emotions. So now what else can we put that to? Well, we could say beliefs, our beliefs. So how do we talk to Mm ourselves? How do we, and when I was sick, the very first thing that came to me was I had to let go of being a victim now that's not necessarily something that you can just walk up to somebody and say hey like you might do you have some victim mentality in there do you have you know obviously we're not going to walk up to anybody and say that but for me i had found identity in being sick because i had been sick so many times that it was a reason for me like well, i'm sick i can't do this i'm too sick i can't do that so i had convinced myself That I was in a state of unwell that cut me off from the rest of my life. And that was not something that I knew that I was doing. It was something that was unconscious, that was underneath the surface, but I did pull it out every once in a while if there was something I really didn't want to do, and that was conscious. But it took me a little while to get to that point to admit that to myself. However, so being able to say, first of all, you know, hey, um and and just I'm saying this, how would this conversation come up? Well, that's where you have to trust. You have to trust that there would be the right moment for this to take place. You know, it right, um, yeah. might not necessarily be reaching out and just, you know, texting, hey, let's talk about energy or something, but asking for help asking for help from your guides to say, hey, could you help set up an opportunity? And trusting when that opportunity arises, and you'll know Mm -hmm. when to do that. Um, But one is to be able to uh, tell her what you know and what you do. Tell her that you do Reiki. Uh, Tell her about your experience with energy. And ask her if she has ever explored anything with energy to get a feel for where that, you know, uh, where her beliefs, where that is. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you an idea of what direction that you want to go to. Now the same, like um, if we're just speaking about somebody in your family, you already know, they have really hard beliefs. Um, You can't always like, I'm thinking of family members of my own. Like, could I just spill those things out to them? And have them receive it without making a joke about it or something like right. that. Probably not. You know, there, there's just, there's some people that it's just not going to come out that way. But could I say, hey, I've got a couple of videos that you might think are interesting. And just sending them a couple links and letting them look at it at their time, their own time. It's like dropping little seeds in conversation. So if you do have mm. somebody that say, I got this information, I know it would really help them. I know it'd be great for them. You can give the information, but then you really have to trust and let go of a, what they're going to think about you. And um, also let go of any expectation, like know that you're doing the best that you can with what you have. Mm. And, imparting information to somebody is you have to trust that they'll take it in the right time if they do
1: and believe in the divine timing of it because I remember um I can't remember who sent me the video of the grounding video they were like watch it and then um gosh it was like several weeks later that I finally and I'm into this several weeks later that I finally watched it but all the, you know, coincidences and synchronicities that happened within that week. It's really important that I watched it that week versus the other week because I probably would have forgotten. And so yeah, the divine timing of if you're going to send that and they don't, you know, don't hound them. There's a divine timing to it all.
0: And, And that is so true because that's one of the biggest things like don't spend all of your energy trying to convince somebody. Of something Mm -hmm. or you know trying to because not everybody's in the same place and sometimes someone will get their back up and you know think that you're trying to put them in a cult or trying to like they like I'm just coming from this place of you know if they're not in that state you're not going to do anything beneficial by continuing and talking and talking because people shut it off They'll shut it down. If somebody is not in that space, remember that not everybody is in the same space of consciousness or awareness. And that's something that we need to honor. We honor it in ourselves and honor it in other people, respectively, honor their right to their beliefs and where they're at. And when you can step in and drop those seeds in and say, hey, there's something here for you and it's have it, take it or leave it. I love you anyway. I love you whether you take this or not I, I care about you and the other thing is to is to um, speak in in a state of um, like when you're talking to somebody really discern what it is that you're sharing because sometimes it can get so exciting to share someone with someone especially if they're open to listening so mm-hmm. listen Like speak and listen, listen to what's being said, because if you're sharing something, you know, really listen to what they're asking or what it is that they're looking for. And sometimes we might be offering something to somebody like, um, you know, we were just talking about speaking about energy, what are prayers? And um, maybe this person is interested in grounding. But what they really need is help with their emotional state at the time, you know, and it's trusting that by answering, by really listening to what they need, you have an opportunity to help them further. But that might be a process as well. So be okay with the balance of it all. Be okay with just giving a little bit and allowing Mm -hmm. that to sink in. Because for many of us, we've been gathering information, and working on ourselves for years. You know, so you might be coming upon somebody that really this is very new for them. And so rather than inundate them with all kinds of information, just give them that little bit and allow that to organically step up. Because remember, whether a person believes it or not, they each have angels, they have guides, they have loved ones in spirit. And so there is assistance that's happening behind the scenes. So we don't need to push. There is no reason whatsoever for us to ever push ourselves and and push information on anybody. And I feel that um, this friend, this acquaintance, that this is, um, it is a time for her. It is a time for her to grow. And this is a journey. And I do feel that your connection, that um, you will be able to connect with her. Um, but it's definitely going to be a process. And mm-hmm. one thing to also remember is when you're speaking to somebody that you're wanting to offer help to, really ask them what it is that they need. Ask them, you know, mm-hmm. what is it that you need help with? Because a lot of times when it comes to um, when somebody is experiencing any type of crisis in their life, uh, the one thing that they may be really needing is how to have some peace, how to have a sense of peace, because I know for myself, uh, when I was going from one sickness to another, I couldn't, I couldn't have normal life. It was impossible to have a normal life for me. It was always a fight or flight. It was always a doing things to survive, to get things done. So any help that I could get with day-to-day life things was, it was amazing. But at the same time, and I speak of this from experience, I wouldn't allow certain people to help me because of the judgment. Not only the judgment I felt from others, but the judgment I put on myself. So you know, you never know what's going on inside somebody's mind because, They're only going to tell you a certain part. And sometimes that Mm -hmm. part is something they're very well aware of, or sometimes they're telling you something that they think you want to hear and holding back really what they're feeling inside. And Mm -hmm. that's not uncommon for a lot of people, just day-to-day life. It's that mask, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to help somebody get to a place where they're able to start pulling up that mask to really speak what they need communication. So remember, and so that could
1: be through acts first.
0: Yes, just yes. helping so, with
1: groceries, helping with kids, helping. Yes,
0: errands, yes, yeah. And then because that patience, right? The patience of yeah. where that person's at, you're able to help them where they're best able to receive that help. Yeah, and be okay with that being the type of help that you can give and that they can receive. Because as time progresses, those ways will be made for okay. you to be able to to step forward with more, to be able to offer Reiki treatment or to be able to introduce something as other things come up. Because, you know, what you said that was really important was when you said watching that grounding video that was the right week to watch it because of the events that took place so think of that in the same way like you have this knowing you you know that you can help you can see the areas where you could be a benefit and you know by stepping up in the ways that maybe she she could need some help those opportunities maybe some things need to happen maybe there's a few things that have to take place that will then open up that conversation to be in the perfect time and that's Mm -hmm. really what discernment is but it's also honoring our, our own energy it's honoring that right time and place it's giving the gift of listening and understanding to that person now you could have a conversation and it could completely go to this woman was talking to me about energy healing and about this. And I wouldn't even know where to find somebody for that. Well, obviously that would be your opener right there and you could just Mm -hmm. go right in and start explaining, but not all situations are equal in that way. Not all people Mm -hmm. are in that place to receive it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So be in the right place. Well, so extend a, um, a heartfelt, um, what would I call that? Just offering to help her. Um, and then through that developed relationship, then I could drop some seeds maybe about, hey, you might really want to check out this or that. Um or if you're ever interested in Reiki, I could give you Reiki or Yeah. Um yeah, I like that.
0: Isn't that, that gives I, you a chance I, like a chance to um that gives you a chance to uh kind of feel the energy a little bit more and I mean you're very good at reading energy. And being able to anticipate the needs and very good at listening. So you really want to hone in on those skills. And that's the thing, like, life is our spiritual practice. Like, our life, the people we interact with, what we are doing each day, each moment is our opportunity to practice so it's not Mm -hmm. all in meditation it's not all in all of these different tools that we use and what we're doing in our readings Mm -hmm. it comes in our interactions with people each and every day and so it's an opportunity to really uh be able to use the skills that have been built to help that person with where they are at meeting them where they are at and having acceptance for that, and not trying to change that, but to be able to plant the seeds, or to offer a hand, because that's what Mm -hmm. all of this is, is I'm offering you a different perspective, I'm offering Mm -hmm. you a hand, and also, there's lots of science, based in energy, so we go back to talking about unicorns, and fluffiness, and all that stuff, we get into the science of what energy is, how it operates, how it works, well that opens a whole lot, because mm-hmm. once we can start to understand that, you know, and what was it? Was it Tesla that said, once you understand, um, I don't know, what is it? Oh gosh, I know somebody's going to know it and I've forgotten it already. It's like, once you understand how the universe operates or understand energy and, oh, forget it. Pretend I didn't yeah. say that. Tesla said something, Tesla said something really good about understanding the, um, the world, the universe, and it was through energy. So right. and oh frequency and vibration or something like that. And you understand the secrets of the oh my universe. my gosh, we're gonna have to
1: find out because now you've got me really intrigued. Yeah.
0: Sorry guys. Sorry. Can't remember. Find out. we'll put but, it
1: in the description yeah, if you can find yes. it.
0: Yes. So good. um Yeah. But I just feel but that like is the truth.
1: Yeah. I just feel like there's probably I I'm not going to say probably, I feel like we are all the listeners are just very well meaning to people who want to help. Yes. And yes. I'm sure we all come across these situations every day where you see someone I can identify more than just this friend yeah. Um, yeah. where, yeah. gosh, I really want to help them. I really want to explain, you know, this whole, it just seems like this whole never ending door of like Pandora's box of all of these healing tools that nobody ever utilizes. And they just utilize prayers alone, which are great because it is energy. It is belief. But but even if you knew energy, you would know your prayer works that much your prayer would work that much better because you would yes. understand like how it's actually working, you know, that's right. like feel right. like you were talking about the victim mentality, like, Oh God, please don't let this happen to me. Please don't, you know, please heal me, please this. And that's the victim mentality. But if you can say I will be healed or help me fix this, or, yes. you know, if you can like understand how the prayer works, yeah. maybe we need to do a whole episode on that. Yeah. Then, yeah. um, then you can really be a true fighter, a true you know. Yes. Yes. I mean, because that's what happened to you, you know.
0: Yes. Yes. And and I will talk about it till the cows come home because I always say if if I can change around where I was at and be in the place that I am now mentally, emotionally, and physically, anybody can. Anybody can because. Um, And I didn't think that I was really in that bad a state And, and I certainly didn't come off that way to many people, but to those that knew me intimately, I was like putting out fires all the time, all the time, but I was my own worst enemy because I was sabotaging myself. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I didn't understand about myself emotionally, didn't understand why it happened the way it did. So I'd felt like I missed some boat at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, I I didn't uh, do very well in school for various reasons. So I always kind of had this little part of me that felt like, you know, I wasn't good enough because I didn't go to university or I wasn't good enough because my marks were never good enough to do what I really wanted to do. And I didn't really speak that, but I felt that from other people. I would feel that when I get questioned about my education and, you know, and I thought, but I've been educated from the world so much, you know, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to relate that into my life. So becoming sick was like letting go of that not consciously did I say that it was more like I'm going to let go of telling myself it's not going to work out I'm going to let go of that negative thinking and I'm going to I'm going to entertain the positive of this Mm -hmm. and that was literally one day at a time one moment at a time that's all it it could be
1: yeah, I don't remember if I was talking to you about this or my husband about this, but that that is so ingrained within us. I feel like when you were talking about insecurities, I'm like, man, that's just, I feel like that's me. I feel like I, you know, had so many reasons and stipulations as to why I felt like I'm not good enough or wasn't good yeah. enough. And like, yeah. that is so hard to break free from.
0: Yes, sure. it is. It is, and you know where we really get a lot of the practice. I find it so interesting because when we are, um, you know, when we're with our day-to-day people, like say our own immediate families, or um, maybe you've got a certain one other person or somebody that gets you that you can be a little bit more yourself with. But then when you've done a lot of healing work, and then you go and spend time with people in your family or from your past that you've not seen for a very long time, that's often a very big eye opener, right? Because along our healing journey, once we have that awakening, then we tend to go into that uh, searching, searching, searching mode. And then it goes into a deeper, um, they call it like the hermit mode, right? You go into this place of going inside where a lot of transformation and then you step out transform but what happens is when that state that stage happens on our journey we often have a lot of the things that were belief based from the past that start to pop up and we get in these situations where we get triggered with these old beliefs not because we are the same it's actually because we're different it's giving us opportunity to react differently because we're creating mm-hmm. new, cementing new beliefs, cementing a new reality. So these things come up to um, almost test us. I like to say, hey, remember me? Remember this over here? Remember this that you used to do? I have an example. Actually, uh, there was a family event that I went to. And I had somebody say, um, like, start bringing up all the things from my past. Like, all the things that I did wrong and that they thought was really funny so amongst a big group of people they were bringing up like um oh remember when you did this or remember when you made this big mess or remember when you partied so much when you were this age Like it was like one thing after another grocery listing because this person didn't know me like has not known me for eight years hasn't spent any time with me so they and they would always kind of keep me in that space of when I was younger and did all these things. So when that, like I, I heard it and I was kind of like, okay, you know, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. I just kind of let it roll. And then they made some comment along the lines of um, kind of under their breath. They said, "Um, geez, I sure wish I could get paid for making shit up. (laughs) was like,
1: Oh my gosh, that's so and, offensive.
0: Yeah, and I heard that and I was like, huh. And I was a little stunned when I heard it because I thought maybe I heard that wrong. I'm like, I would never say something like that. Maybe I heard that wrong. And and it kind of sat with me for a bit and I went home and I, I thought about it. And now, I understand where it comes from. It still doesn't mean that stuff doesn't hurt when you hear it, no matter how much healing you've done, right? The difference is, is that something that would have hung on to me for months, for months, hearing something being said like that. Yeah. This time, it actually came with more compassion, because I was able to see it as, well, this person actually, it bothers them in a sense that it actually their reality gets shaken because it creates a lot of fear in people when they see change in other people and when they yeah. don't understand the change. Yeah. And so you so, saw the
1: comment as a reflection of her instead of a reflection of you.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I because that. I know what I know for myself. Mm-hmm. I know what's true for me. And I, how could anybody know the inner work that I've done, especially for somebody who doesn't see me on a day-to-day basis? Mm -hmm. So there, and this is important because our perceptions of people are based on some of what we see the person do and say, but remember, we're seeing through our own filter. We're seeing based on our experiences, our beliefs. And if we're not in a practice place of being able to really see from another person's perspective or, or view an entire picture, be more flexible then we're going to see something as whatever it is we've built in our mind. So how do I know that this person hasn't built a whole idea of who I am today because of how they've known me and they don't want to know me as anyone different because seeing me as anyone different would mean that there's a lot of things in their life that isn't the way they thought it was. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's where we have to look to have compassion because even though Some of those things are like, well, that was mean-spirited and that wasn't, you know, that was an unkind comment. That's where we have to really let go. And it takes practice to be able to let go. So interesting that it turned into that whole conversation there. But I think it's important, even with what we're talking about, to understand that other people are going to see things through the eyes and the perceptions of where they're at. And even though, you know, we may have done all this healing work and made all of these changes in our life we have to be okay with the fact that maybe other people haven't and that's where mm-hmm. they are. And that's okay. And to not take that as a hit towards ourselves because it's not, it's, it's really, and this is something Eric taught me. He's like, shall why you got to make it all about you. It's not about you. It's not all about you. He goes, what they say and do is about them. What most people say and do is about them. So we have to really, you know, keep that in mind and have compassion for that. That's having acceptance of where people are at now. On the other hands of things, it doesn't mean that you have to let people badger you and say things to you, you know, um, because you don't. And in that moment I just redirected the conversation and got into something else. I wasn't even gonna entertain that comment. And that's how I handled it. But these are all these things that pop up you know we go and spend time with family and that we haven't seen especially over COVID you know a lot of people that were separated over COVID and there was a lot of healing that happened so many people Mm -hmm. made major changes over COVID you know and then come back together to come with family and the dynamics are very different because as people change reactions change and everything so it can be a little messy to work through that and, and sometimes it relationships do go in other directions and we have to be okay with that too but you know if you if it's in your heart to really want to help somebody no matter who they are to you um you want to also ask like if this is for the highest and best for this person and myself please give me the opportunity to be able to help them and that opportunity will come if it's something that is not going to be for the best for whatever reason, then it won't. It won't. But remember, you can always send prayers. You can now. And here's another thing too, because I've had a lot of questions about um, energy healing and ethics and doing energy healing on people that um, say you don't have permission. You, you not that they've said no, but you just you're not comfortable asking them, or for whatever reason and this now i know that different people might have different ideas but what has been my experience and taught to me with spirit is it always goes through the higher self and i always ask permission of the higher self and i have been told no i have been told not to do it i think there's maybe twice that i can remember where i've heard to just leave it and and that's okay and I really wasn't given a lot of information as to why I was just given a no. But you can always send prayers. I've never, never been told a prayer isn't helpful, ever. But when it comes to doing energy work on somebody, if the higher self, because truly the higher self and their guides, their, their higher self is their spirit heart, them in spirit. So that higher self will distribute that energy to where it's best served. And that's not up to us either. So even though we're directing it to heal whatever, we have to remember the energy has its own intelligence. And it's going to go to where it's best served or where it's best needed. So that's how how I kind of work with that. Have you had any experiences with that at all?
1: Um, I have done where I've asked the higher self, um, specifically like giving energy to my kids. Mm -hmm. I'll ask their higher selves. Um, when they're falling asleep at night, I'll, you know, send them light. And I always ask their higher selves. Um, and then, but I've never had a no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I always get nervous. Well, what if I just like, am I pushing past the no? Like, I don't want to do that, but I like that It's true energy does have its own consciousness. So, yeah. yeah. um, and, and so the, and- as long as you have that phrase for the highest and best, Yes. Then it should go where it needs to go.
0: Yes. Yes. And I can't remember, I think hearing no, it was very early in my journey. So I can't even remember really what the details were around it. But um, everything that I'd heard is energy healing cannot hurt. It does not hurt. It does not cause hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, now sometimes when you do energy work, it, it can open things up and so it can create a, um, a releasing and not all releasing can be comfortable so but that's not the it's not the energy work itself that's doing that and it's also a condition or conditions within the mental emotional body or physical body that needs to be released that would be released otherwise this is a better way or better opportunity for it to happen because all things things are not going to happen that really aren't meant to happen that in some way is not going to lead to the best that makes sense but um Mm -hmm. yeah so um is there anything else that you're thinking about with her or with any other situation that would be helpful
1: um no i think that i think that that's good like that's kind of what i was looking for is like the breadcrumbs. That is what I really need to be doing. You can't as, as excited as I am to heal the world, it's not going to happen overnight and you have to send out breadcrumbs. So, yeah. um, so I think that's a really important note. I think that, um, just knowing the power of prayer is a really important note that even if she doesn't know it, I can pray for her and I know it. So that's helping until I can get that message to her. Yeah. Um, I think that's really good. I think that, um, like you said, being there emotionally for her, I'm sure it would be overwhelming. And um, so kind of explaining, rounding in like lay terms um, for that, either sending the video or, um, I know some, you might've even said this too, but like for grounding offer, like, what do you see right now? What do you smell right now? What do you hear right now? If You're ever feeling overwhelmed. I feel like that's not very woo. That's yeah. pretty, you know, yeah. to help with yeah. just like the mental grounding. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. Um, and then I think you even said too about with energy, how, there's different forms of energy, and writing can be a powerful um, tool for energy. So, even, like yes. suggesting journaling, like that's not very yeah. woo woo, right? So, yeah. I could I could suggest that. Um, and and then when you were talking about prayers and the power of your thoughts and keeping them positive, you could kind of swing swing into like affirmations with that and thinking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's, um, very gentle ways to yeah. offer these concepts. Um, yes. but I think the key is to just little bits at a time is yeah. the most
0: important. Yeah. That, so that dis- that discernment and, and, um, and really being grounded ourselves so that Mm we are able to access these toolboxes within us Mm -hmm. to help bring out whatever it is that is best for that Mm -hmm. moment, whether it be in conversation or actions or whatever it is, you know, that being grounded Mm -hmm. ourselves and keeping ourselves going so that we can show up so that we can be there for other
1: people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, I feel like this has really helped me because it was like, I want to help. I want to introduce these concepts. I'm getting overwhelmed with how I explain these concepts. I don't want you to think I'm forcing anything on you. I don't want to be, you know, scare you away with the woo woo. So this was really good. This was a really good talk. And I feel really confident to move forward and have, you know, a helping heart and help her and, and anyone else that comes along my path um, in the future. So
0: thank you so much,
1: Michelle. I really appreciate it. You're very
0: welcome you're very welcome. Um, I think that, um, just for anyone else that, you know, if you're experiencing or supporting anybody that has cancer or is going through any type of illness, uh, it's so important to take care of yourselves, you know, to make sure that you fill your cup up so that you can be present for other people and, um, and really listen to what somebody needs. You know, because what they what they need might come between the words, you know, may not be directly that that person may not be able to express what they truly need for whatever reasons. So really listening between the words and asking, like, do you need some time to yourself? Do you need um, some help cleaning your bathroom or you're, you know, doing those things that when you're sick are just impossible to do? So just sometimes those everyday tasks and and uh, your energy, I'll say too, just to add, just your energy around her and speaking to her is healing and uplifting. So remember that everybody too. It's, you know, it's not always in the words that we say, but it's in what we, what is coming off of us because the truth of the integrity and the intentions shine right through the light. Coming off of each and every one of us.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. We, we could like always that. do. We could do a group prayer too, and that's something we should do. Is you know, put together a, a prayer list or a, a healing list, where once a month or something, we could pick a time and have everybody. You know, we all get together during one of our shows or what have you, and and send light out to all these people on the list or to different areas in the world that need help. There's a lot of that right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: It's got a lot of power. We put our power together. Woo. Yes. baby, Look out.
1: <laughs> yes. I love it.
0: Yeah. All right. All right,
1: Michelle. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone You're for welcome. listening and supporting us. And we will
0: see Always. you next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Hi everybody.